You gotta get right, right up in the head and bada bing! Hello fellow fumblers and welcome back to another episode of the Film Fumblers Podcast. My name is Adrian. I'm Jay. I'm Taryn. Yo, what up? It's James. And today we are going to be talking about The Godfather, movie released in 1972 and directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Coppola. Always mix up that name, yeah. So, without further ado, let's jump right into these shots. I don't like this. (laughs) Yeah, okay, but I have to show you guys my little shot glass How cute. It's like perfect. And I'm shooting scotch because that's what they drink in. I was like, gotta get into the headspace of this movie. I like how me and James have just a little... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not even... so much. What are you guys doing? Mine's like to the brim here. Mine is like <laughs> not all the way oh, up. Hey, but to be fair, there is a line here. It is oh, one no. shot, so okay. I'm not. I'm not oh, dude, yeah. I'm not shipping you guys. This is an ounce and a half, so I'm... it's not the full two ounce shot. Okay, let's let's shoot this. Let's shoot this. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers to to family. Oh. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh no. I do not shoot scotch often and that is That sounds that's, Oh it's, boy. It's terrible. Just shooting liquor. It's like not it. at all. It's, it's not, not at all. Well, I mean you drinking. like kind of sip on it. It's not yeah. even a drinking liquor. That's just like oh. I have to put this right here cuz it's just so adorable. That's like the little It's one of those liquors uh, you just have on your shelf to like show that you have it in yeah. the <laughs> no, people drink. I mean, like people drink scotch on the rocks a lot. Like I, I'm drinking bourbon. But, you, you use I mean, it yeah. to clean yeah, the. My grandpa's a big scotch guy. To clean the terminals on your batteries and stuff like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> that and Coca Cola. <laughs> I'm gonna pop a. Bud Light orange lemonade. What is it? What yeah, Bud Light lemonade. I don't. I don't know what this it's is. It's so strange, oh dude. I like those That's colors. Like right strange. That yeah, looks like our logo. Yeah. Oh, dude, sponsored by... No, I'm just kidding. Hashtag not a sponsor. (laughs) Smells good. Okay, okay, okay. We're beating around the bush here. (laughs) We're just trying to avoid talking. (laughs) This is an intimidating movie. This is such a critically acclaimed movie. Some people argue that is the best movie of all time. Like, it has that, you know, reputation behind it. So this is our 16th episode where... I think James was a little bit nervous coming in. He was just like, why are we doing this so soon? It's too early for this movie. I don't know. Okay, so like, so what's your guys' relationship to the movie? Like, like coming before this, like, was this something that you watched growing up or is this totally brand new for all of you guys? Yeah, I, I watched this movie the first time in Film Crit, actually. I think that was my... Is that my senior year in high school, maybe? Um, so we watched it on film career. I think it took probably like six weeks because this movie's like three hours long. <laughs> How long it took to watch that freaking movie. It took yeah. a very long time. And even when I watched it today, I mean, it, I had to pause halfway through. I was just like, this is heavy. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of my relationship. I watched it in film career. I haven't really seen it since. But of course, there's so much pop culture references in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, so quotable, and we'll get into that. But that's yeah. pretty much my relationship is like the quotability and the pop culture stuff. I 
maybe it's been on like around when I was younger, but yeah. I've never like sat down and watched it until yeah. this week. Yeah, how about you, Taryn? Yeah, I had never seen it, but definitely aware of most of the references from like Futurama or like this video game called Mafia 2. I know, I think it rips off a couple scenarios just like as a tribute kind of. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So that's like, that's the closest I've been to it. Yeah. Yeah. What about so, you? James? So, like, I don't know. I watched it like growing up, like with my dad. Like, I think this is like one of his favorite movies, if I can really? remember correctly. Yeah. And like, of course, I was kind of like, oh, well, you know, your dad likes it. You got to start liking it too. You know, it kind of had like that right. larger than life, like, persona around the movie itself but but yeah very interesting too because yeah. like and that's kind of a lot of the theme about this movie is following you know the family footsteps kind of thing and mm -hmm. you know, doing things that that dad did yeah of. and you always you always you always hear about this movie you know it's like yeah it's that larger than life on a pedestal pedestal <laughs> like yeah 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 and i mean rightfully so like i this after watching this movie just recently again, like, wow, like I'm I'm just blown away. I mean, 1972, the 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 lighting, the cinematography, the score, like just the music, so freaking good. <laughs> that, that, those trumpets, the acting performance, acting, the dude. Cast, dude, I feel dude. like every even people who had relatively small roles, I think a lot of them completely killed it completely killed their role like just right in the opening scene that the first guy what's his name um Farasi, i think it is um Luca? i mean he no 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 the the guy who's asking about um trying to get the hit right trying to get the hit yeah, yeah he's asking the godfather and yeah. that stuff that's like such a oh. crazy and like powerful first entrance into yeah. the movie like you're like I, I, I didn't really remember a lot about it, and I was like, what the hell's going on here? And I was like, yeah. oh, shit, yeah, so it's the wedding, and and right. he's asking for the price of blood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I thought I was like, that was oh, going to be a bigger plot point, and it's just like, no, this is just everyday shit like, yeah. during my yeah. daughter's wedding. doesn't yeah. matter. We're yeah. going to do business. Yeah. Well, that's actually kind of the thing is that's what they were saying. Like, a Sicilian can't refuse a request on the day of his daughter's wedding. Yeah. So that's why there's kind of a line of people that are going to ask the Godfather for a favor. You notice three, we see three characters ask for it. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's just like, it's just a thing, I guess. It's kind yeah. of, you know. I loved the like interspersed cuts from the wedding, like dancing happy to the room. Right. Where, like, yeah, it's just dark. Happening, you know? And it's, it's so cool, dude. The lighting, everybody's face <laughs> yeah. is always half lit and like half dark. Like it's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's kind of a subtle thing. Like, what this, what is it like a, a play between like the light and the darkness like yeah <laughs> the light actually, good and evil to touch on that um so the he's petting a cat like that wasn't in the original script apparently like there was just like a cat that was just on set like that that was kind of like a stray cat yeah. and it really liked um Mark, what's his name? Like, Brando. Brando. Yeah, Marlon Brando. It like really liked him so they were just like oh like it kind of works like a cat you know it's like a really sweet and soft and cuddly thing but also it's got like claws you know so it's like yeah you kind of see that you know yeah. a little and he's like such a crazy like he's had such a crazy career mm -hmm. and, you know in this movie he's like old 
Um, but even before that, he's like a legendary actor, right? From yeah. like the golden age or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I think that you were talking about how like even people with small roles kind of really mm-hmm. brought their A game. And I think that was a big reason is like they were going to be on screen with this like legend. Yeah. So, so they had to like match up. So like they were, there was Luca Brazzi's uh, actor. He was actually like terrified of working with him. And so uh, Francis Ford Coppola, um, you remember when he goes and talks to the Don, he he skips on his words. He messes up. That was He's rehearsing uh, too. That yeah. wasn't part of the script. He actually messed up his oh, thing. Wow. And Francis Ford Coppola put the rehearsing in afterwards. Wow. So that was filmed awesome. afterwards just to kind of because he just wanted to like show respect but that guy was actually afraid of marlon brando like he was like yeah. nervous about the scene and and then uh yeah so they worked around with that which is i think brilliant i think we need to talk about francis ford coppola for a minute because that man is the unsung like obviously he's the director but he advocated so many things for this film he was the 12th choice for directors in this movie yeah they went to 12 wow. other people and everyone just turned it down it's because this movie's based off of a book, and actually, uh, Coppola didn't even really like the book. He he said some like not great things about it, but he was the reason that Marlon Brando got his role. I think he was the reason that um, Robert Duvall got the role. Al Pacino, like all of these people that are huge in this movie, he was advocating the whole. The studio wanted completely different actors the whole time, and he was like, "No, we need to have these people." And it's a fucking masterpiece like yeah that's interesting that he was the 12th because i read that this movie was kind of a risk like when production began the book wasn't even done being written like nobody even knew if the book was going to be like good right yeah and the author was the co-writer of the screenplay right yeah so yeah it was kind of like everybody was just a little bit unsure yeah um so that's probably why there was so much turnover in directors but To put him as the twelfth seems like a damn travesty. And like, it's, it's, I mean, yeah, go ahead. They they did it against all odds. Like, it's so weird because like, there's a lot of beef. Like, in that whole thing, like Al Pacino was not the first choice for Michael either. Like, they said he was too short. All this kind of stuff, and and they there's there's a I don't know. There's so many like rumors and like wives' tales about this this movie. You know, Mm -hmm. like it has like all these like you know secret things that are about it you know right but apparently yeah. when al pacino was leaving like when he was done like filming and stuff like he was taking a piss and he heard like the producers and directors laughing at his performance like wow. they thought it was wow. trash they thought it was terrible damn. yeah <laughs> damn. and like damn. for some reason like all just against all odds it became this thing that was very successful and like artistically pleasurable like Right. so weird such a strange story yeah after reading more about this movie and seeing all of the things that i mean like the uh, they had like budgeting issues they were like no they didn't want to set it into in 1945 like they were like no let's do it modern day which would have been 1970s and let's do it in kansas like they they just didn't want to spend the money they actually recorded most of the scenes in new york some in california and they went to uh sicily too yeah like so but but he's still i think i think he's still finished um under budget and ahead of maybe maybe not ahead of schedule but i think he, he did finish under budget and i mean crazy you know i was reading like along those lines like how even down to the details of cars where they were from that oh, era yeah. and right. they would remove the bumpers because back in the day people removed their bumpers and sent them off to like the war 
as for metal. Yeah. Yeah, as uh, a scrap metal. And they would place, replace them with wood. And all, like most of the cars had that in the movie. Yeah. Like all these crazy details. That's so cool. Really nice. cool details on this. Yeah. And um, the, yeah, they came under budget doing all of that. That's kind of insane. I'm, I'm yeah. fairly certain they did or, or well within it, you know, or, you know, pretty close. Yeah. Um, to kind of like wrap this like first segment up, we, you know, we see Michael come in and is, is introduced mm-hmm. and he's like super disassociated from the family, right? Yeah. Like he's like, that's my family. That's not me. Black sheep. Yeah. 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 That's so interesting. So kinda, like, um, because I had never seen it and know anything about it. I didn't recognize that that was Al Pacino. No, neither did I. And then I was right. like, oh, it is Al Pacino. Yeah. So, so I had no idea he would become, like, basically the main character. I thought he was just, like, right. one of the brothers. Yeah. And then, like, once he started coming into the main role, I was like, damn. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And his deadpan yeah. delivery, like, uh, explaining to... I didn't even know that was Diane Keaton. Yeah. His girlfriend. Oh, wow. Which is crazy. Jeez. Um, okay. Just uh-huh. the just the deadpan delivery of like explaining who Luca Brazzi is, like, <laughs> like you know the offer you can't refuse. Right. Like that shit was hilarious. <laughs> like it was he's he's so good. But it's interesting to see like you know he's very separated from the family. He's literally sitting off by himself, and it's just him right. and his girlfriend, and like the rest is just going on in the background. This is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And again, just like the play about, we talked about this a little bit, just, but how in that room, it's so dark. It's so, it's got this like mood. And then outside of it, it's just like the music's going. It's so fun. Everyone's having a great time. And just to see that was, was really cool. And then who is, uh, who comes in some like famous, uh, Johnny Fontaine. Yeah. Johnny Fontaine. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Kind of, you start to really see, um, the Don's ties with not only with, with politics, not only with politics or with, you know, gangs and everything, but just with like media, you know, like he's, he made one of the biggest stars. Like, yeah, it's so cool. You know, what's crazy about like that first scene, like the wedding, like it's like, it's very hectic kind of like, you almost feel like you're Mm -hmm. there getting introduced to like the entire family. You're like, who's important? Like who's going to come up later? You're like, don't really know all these faces yet. It's like almost (laughs) like you're in like, a giant Italian wedding. It's kind of interesting. Do you guys, do you guys like the way that they did that? Like just kind of introduce everybody at the same time or was it overwhelming a little bit? What did, what did you guys think of that? Or was it perfect? I think yeah, they did a good job, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think they, I, they do a good job, but it's, it is overwhelming too. Like there's so many characters in this movie, uh-huh. so many Italian last names and it's, like really hard to keep track of everyone that's why i <laughs> yeah. wanted to watch it again because i was like oh my gosh like, that's 100 percent true and i think the the thing for me was like you know the the movement i guess the pacing of the movie is kind of slower to like everything else that we've watched so that helped yeah. the mm-hmm. fact that there were so many characters but it also like would drag things out and by the time you met like the 22nd character you were like wait who were the first five who's important right. <laughs> yeah but it yeah. still like felt cool and i think it was you know we were talking about the music and the cinematography and stuff like all of those elements together including like this whole cast of characters and this slow introduction it really did feel like i was like in a theme park like does that sound weird like no, the music's yeah. playing like you're you're in this world you know uh-huh. it, it yeah, just felt, it felt like, super immersive i think yeah for some reason like 
it just felt like you were living in that world. Like, yeah. no matter how slow the scene would be, you're just like, I'm just there. You know? Exactly. Right. And the yeah. FBI is just trying to invite themselves yeah. to the wedding, man. Yeah. They're over there. <laughs> right. the yeah. But to touch on, on your point, Jay, about um, the pacing feeling like kind of a little bit slow, I think it's just a, a product of its time. Like, the other the other movie that we did do that was that I said was, was kind of slow, and it's my favorite horror movie of all time, is The Shining, 1980. Okay. I mean, the first three quarters of that movie is like, build up and like nothing super is really happening you know and that's yeah. not really this movie has a lot of like big action scenes at certain points but it's just kind of i don't know i guess i guess our attention spans are just different now and yeah that's yeah, probably true because like the scenes like when you're in the scenes themselves it feels really slow but it cuts like a lot like what does this take place over 10 years i think i think so yeah at least like it just jumps and jumps but like it doesn't feel like um, hectic or anything like you've mm -hmm. live in each scene enough to where it makes sense I guess right. yeah yeah I think that's you know James asked like did you think it was done perfectly I think it was like pretty close yeah yeah. It was oh, yeah very well because I don't know if you guys have seen Goodfellas but it feels very similar and like it jumps around a lot like to different characters and different times and stuff but like mm -hmm. it just like wasn't as effective I think this movie nailed it way harder Oh, nice. Way more entertaining. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Lost my train of thought. Yeah. Um, what happens kind of going forward a little bit We when we were introduced to, oh, what is that guy's name? Jack Waltz. He is the mm -hmm. the producer, right? Is that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is such an interesting oh, scene. We have this yeah, this whole relationship. So Tom Hagen he goes over to talk to him because basically Johnny Fantine wants a role and he asks the Don, you know, to, to make him get that role in that movie. Cause, and we kind of learned that, um, that guy just, he's just like, no, fuck that guy. He like, what is, what is his reason? He's just like, Oh, like some girl that I liked yeah. like, went to him and this movie, he would be perfect for this role. So I'm not going to cast him. So yeah. Fuck. It was a, v yeah. a valuable, protege he's like you don't understand johnny fontaine <laughs> never gets that movie <laughs> oh, that was yeah good. yeah it's good it's... and he's introduced to his prized horse um which is a very very big notable like thing in pop culture you see that all the time yeah. like you'll wake up in your bed with a horse's head mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. yeah. and fun fact about that maybe not fun but really gruesome that is a real horse's head that oh they my used. God. So insane. what happened was I, I read this thing and it was saying that it was grossly enough. It was for, they were already going to kill the horse for a slaughterhouse for a dog food company. And so the horse was already going to be killed. I mean, this is the seventies. I guess things were a little, <laughs> maybe there's still horse food. and dog food. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so they were already going to kill the horse. So they put a real fucking horse's head in his bed. <laughs> disgusting and his scream at the end of it just how he and like the shot of this beautiful house and, and, and yeah right. so there's there's like another like little i don't know if it's an urban legend or anything but supposedly he didn't know it was going to be real and that was a real screen but i, oh, I felt like really? I, I felt like that screen felt fake to me i thought it was a little overacting i don't know yeah but th yeah. but that's another one of those urban legends or whatever you want to call yeah. it that, that he didn't know that it was going to be that intense. Yeah. yeah. So the, like, how, this whole, how like, 
this whole scene, this whole like segment, I guess. There's a lot of these like beautiful shots, like of the mansion, and the, and they're all like very symmetrical, and the music is like really yeah. working, and there's a lot of like cuts that are just still shots for like a period of time, mm-hmm. and it gave me like real hard Wes Anderson vibes because I feel like he does that mm-hmm. a lot in yeah. his movies in mm-hmm. the same kind of way, and he makes them look and feel similarly. Yeah, and so I was like, hmm, like I wonder if there's a connection there, and I totally forgot that Coppola's son did a ton of the Wes Anderson movies with him, like either co-writing or starring in or just being a part of like the production. Nice. So there was oh, a ton wow. of like crossover. Yeah. And the crazy thing is like Jason Schwartzman is one of Coppola's nephews or something. And he's oh, in like yeah. all of Wes Anderson stuff. So there's like a huge web of, of connections there, but oh, really? I just thought yeah, that his was daughter is someone too, right? Sophia Coppola. Yeah. She's yeah. a director. She's yeah. done a lot of stuff. What's interesting is that, and maybe this wasn't during the time, but like the Godfather has become like Coppola's own life. Like he has this like movie mafia. Like, oh, you wow. know, his so his daughter's a director, his son is a writer, a screenwriter, and is like an actor. He's actually in The Godfather too. Uh, he oh, plays. Cool. So uh, Sophia, I think. Yeah, I think so. He, he plays Boy on. Uh, boy at the funeral or something like that's his oh, some role in there yeah, yeah really um but no oh. so jason schwartzman nicholas cage is like his nephew uh <laughs> his daughter yeah they have this like mafia movie mafia it's kind of weird <laughs> that's wild it was an interesting parallel at the time i'm sure like you know a lot of those people weren't doing much but over time it like he kind of fulfilled this yeah this uh destiny that's interesting yeah yeah, so flashing forward a little bit, um, we are introduced, I think, to Salazzo now. He's kind of the drug trying to be, he's trying to introduce narcotics, the narcotics game into the city. And we have some apprehension from the Don where he's just like, he's into gambling, he's into, you know, doing this this legal type stuff and getting money from that, but he's really apprehensive about joining the, the drug thing. And that's that's what's so interesting, what I love so much about how they wrote the character is he's just so practical and so wise and like so unmoved by emotion, really. I mean, <laughs> when you're looking at him, he's, he's almost emotionless. Like yeah. he looks at things very like black and white and like, let's figure this out from a very like logistical standpoint and rather than just have emotions. And I love that about his character. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he refuses. He doesn't want to do the the drug deal. And then I think he sends over. Is it Luca Brazzi that he sends over to? Oh yeah, yeah. fucking yeah. crazy man. The first time Joke we see somebody garroted, which was a brutal. Yeah. That shit was really very realistic and a little bit disturbing in a way. Really, you thought it was too too gross? Because <laughs> it looked like his eyes were like all getting red and like I don't know. They're all kinda bulging crazy. out of his yeah, yeah. face. <laughs> That's the thing, man. Back in the seventies, I'm just like, where the some of it's maybe not acting. He's probably not <laughs> yeah. comfortable there. Like, you know, the, yeah. there's also scenes yeah. where um, what's the Connie? Is that her name? The the sister where she's getting beaten by her husband. Yeah, like oh they actually added that scene. Um, they they weren't gonna have that scene in, but the production was just like, we want more violence, we want more action in this. So okay. they kind of threw that scene in there. But it's 
brutal. And like, I feel like I'm just like, damn, is it kind of hitting her sometimes? Like with that belt, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, I know. It's like, whew, brutal. Yeah. And she's like pregnant, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Pregnant. I was like, whoa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She, I think she was another case of a little bit of overacting. She, of, yeah, she was yeah. a little, little bit of that kind of, uh, well, we were talking about The Shining, how you can get overacting with, what's her name? Oh, Wendy. Wendy's Wendy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit of that. Especially over, at the end, yeah. Overacting, yeah. 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 Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's okay. Um, but anyways, Luca Brazzi gets straight whacked. Whacked him. <laughs> and then it spawns one of the great uh, quotes that, Luca Brazzi sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it's with the so fishes, good. Man. Just all yeah. wrapped in his big Yeah, ass, it's wrapped in the, uh, the It's in, in the newspaper and then in, in his uh, bulletproof vest. Yeah. And it's just I mean, he's sleeping with it's the fish. Oh, so good. Yeah. Boy, yeah, there's a lot of quotable. I mean, we already touched on the, you know, give him an offer he can't refuse. And it's yeah. like, you hear that so much. Like, you always hear fucking people saying that. And like it's a brutal thing that you're saying, like to give somebody an offer that they can't refuse. Like, do this, or I'm gonna fucking kill you. Right. What did he say? He's like, he, he said, told him either your either your handwriting or your your signature will be on that paper, or your brains will. And it's yeah, just like, yeah. Fuck. Like, so that's so fucking good. badass. Yeah, so, <laughs> so good. <laughs> so and then cool. just like it's it's a it's just business, you know, like fuck. Right. This is so. Right. Yeah, it's so funny. Like the touch back to just emotionless, you know. Yeah, it, yeah. He's not. He he doesn't care about even about grudges and about vengeance, really. Yeah, that much. even when he gets his ass shot up, like he's yeah. like, uh, right. he's yeah. like, it's just business. Like, he's prevented the whole out war, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. He's not the name of the game, you know. Yeah. Do that room are just like it's nothing personal. I think your dad's a great guy. Yeah, <laughs> business. We got to do this. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, he's like he's just stuck in his old ways, <laughs> and that's funny because like Clemenza even brings it up. He's like, you know, this has to happen every ten years or so. Like, right. and we got we got to stop it before it gets too crazy. Just like they should have stopped Hitler back in Munich. <laughs> like, it's yeah. so cool that like I don't know. It's just right it's just so set in the times and like yeah. the dialogue, all that stuff. Just like really, just puts you in there. It's just it's good. Yeah. Right, and it, the, I, go ahead, Jay. That scene where where what's his is his name Vito, the main the dad. Yeah, yeah, Vito, yeah, Vito. Yeah, Don, yeah, yeah. He uh, he where he gets shot. I was like, wait, what? Like I thought because I had just never seen the movie. I was like, I, I, thought, I thought he was dead. Was kind of He's on the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, that yeah. was crazy. Okay, things are getting wild. Yeah, yeah. And there's, there's a, a lot of those moments where it's like. There are big happens and things mm. change and it's crazy. There's an interesting another like I don't know if it's a fan theory or just a kind of observation about that oranges in this movie. Every time that you see oranges, it's a representation of death. And so you'll see right in the in the beginning of the movie at the wedding with um, Salvatore Tessio, the guy who ends up trading him at the trading on Al Pacino's character at the very end, Michael. Mm -hmm. He is flipping an orange in his hand at the wedding. And he ends up getting corroded. When um, the Don goes to to go to the fruit stall, he's going to buy oranges, and he yeah. gets an assassination attempt. Um, when the Don actually dies, he's peeling an orange and puts the orange rind in his mouth and is walking through that garden, mm -hmm. and he dies. 
And when, when they're at that meeting with all of the heads of the family, there's oranges on the tables. Like, and <laughs> yeah. also another one, again, this is the last one, with uh, the character, the horsehead guy, what's his name? Um, Jack Waltz. There's oranges in the middle of the table representing the death of the horse. Like every single time you see oranges. And they even said, the I think the cinematographer was just like, we just wanted color in the shots. Like, so that's why there's a lot of oranges, but there's oh, so, a lot of death. Oh, so sort of, yeah. But in the Godfather 2, that also re like reoccurs. So maybe they kind of caught on like, oh yeah, we do put a lot of oranges and people are going to fucking die. So. <laughs> so just cool little things like that. I, yeah. I like to... Yeah. I really want to rewatch this movie just for things like that. It oh, seems man. like there could be so many things that. Yeah. So yeah, much. It feels like so many things happen too. Just like, yeah. It was it's... hard enough to like keep everything in track and, you know, on track in my head. Mm -hmm. like yeah, just, yeah going back again and just trying to find stuff because because probably... like like the beginning and the end like they almost feel like two different movies in a way and the middle yeah. 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 like yeah that's a it's whole like such a sprawling too. saga that's what's definitely so could have been like it. yeah episodic like this right they actually made I... a series out of it with the same actors and shit oh really oh really i didn't know yeah. that like in a video game too back in the day or, uh, I don't know when. Huh. Interesting. But I was just like, what the fuck? All the actors came back for that? That's kind of interesting. Huh. Maybe yeah. they cut it up. Yeah. Well, yeah. well what's what's crazy is the Godfather 2, some some people argue that that's better than the first one, which is fucking crazy. Like, yeah. I don't think yeah. I've seen the Godfather 2. I've only seen I, it maybe once. And it's been yeah. a while. I find that hard to believe just because fucking Marlon Brando murders it in this movie like oh, yeah. his i just want to talk about him for a little bit again when he did his when he submitted his audition tape i think it was again coppola was um coppola was advocating for him and they put cotton balls in his mouth to make him give him that that oh, like okay. bulldog look yeah, so they did cotton yeah. balls and then when they actually went to film the movie um they had a dentist make a prosthetic that literally like shifted his jaw he had he had to do three hours of makeup every single time before to like make him look really cold and really that's crazy Bulldog oh, wow. yeah. oh yeah. It, it, like if you see like I mean Marlon Brando doesn't really look like yeah. the Don that much. Like he yeah. looks very different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um and, and I I heard a thing where he chose he chose the voice because <laughs> because um he he wanted it to be as if he got shot in the throat or something like that. Like makes it, sense. It was like an old like um I don't I don't know if it was an actual mob boss. That got shot in the throat and kind of was fucked up. He like modeled it off of someone, something like that. But it was something to do okay. with like he supposedly got shot in the throat. What's right. so good is like that. That is so close to being cheesy, but it's not. It's so fucking cool. His it's voice so is so perfect. Yeah. I, I didn't expect really it. Cheesy. I didn't know that it was going to be that fucking raspy because I don't remember it being like that. Yeah. Like, I was like, what? I was like, shit. And then as it goes on, you're like, okay, like, all right, I see it. But there's yeah, a lot surrounding him. Just... Yeah. So, like, and uh, he also he, he reads off the cards that are like taped inside people's jackets and stuff like that. Like, oh, he didn't wow. he didn't even like really know his yeah. lines that well. He had like, cue cards yeah, for this. He had cue cards for like a lot of it. And even in some of the scenes, you literally see him looking down, like reading the, it. Like, yeah, one of the best acting scene. performances he's not, of all time. He's not that crazy old. They make him look way, way older with yeah. all the makeup. Like he's not mm. that crazy old. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just asking because yeah. I was like, why else 
What do you need cue cards, I guess? I don't know. Yeah. Some, some actors crazy. just have different things, I guess. But that's, like, so crazy. I mean, he's not even acting in the traditional sense of, like, memorizing lines and working on them and stuff. He's fucking reading cue cards. It's hilarious. Mm -hmm. But again, absolutely slays his performance. Yeah. yeah. What is it, Taryn? Didn't you say he won a... a own award and then like refuse it or something yeah so this movie won best movie at the academy awards and i think he won best supporting no best maybe best main, main actor because there's another story okay. there yeah because in parentheses on the wikipedia it's like rejected i'm like damn yeah. this guy's just like do you, do you know the fucking award do you know the story <laughs> of what happened no i don't so homie was woke as fuck he he actually had a native american lady accept the award up on, on behalf of her tribe to like bring uh an eye to like how racist like society still was to the native americans and like how wow. ter how terribly like portrayed they are in like film and stuff you know like just very stereotypical stereotypical and stuff like that so he was right. super woke like he was a big like that's activist. Awesome. Yeah, that's cool. So not only did he um what do you call it? He he not only did he like not go and he was like kind of uh what's what's the word? <laughs> um abstaining from going there. Um so did uh Al Pacino because Al Pacino wow. was pissed off that he didn't get um nominated for best actor because he has more screen time. Than Brando, <laughs> wow. so yeah, he was pissed. He was he what was pissed about uh, that. Yeah, what and, different, you know. Yeah, attitudes. Yeah, different attitudes. It's just kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, and that's interesting because I've heard that Marlon Brando is like a nightmare to actually work with. Like he's. Oh really? That's what I've heard too. I short and, yeah, yeah, being like a legend, but mm -hmm. um, yeah. But I've also heard he does like pranks, like. In the wedding parts, he was like mooning all the extras, apparently. What? Stuff like that. Oh, um, but yeah, that's kind of crazy. The I wanted to touch back a little bit on the way that he talks and like how he kind of carries his lines. So there's, I, they did like a short, maybe it's a documentary, maybe it's like an interview series with like real mobsters who like watched the movie. Wow. And a lot of them were like, yeah, like that was like, you know, uh, Coppola says that there was no, uh, nobody was like advising him on how the mob ran. They were just kind of going off the book and like feeling. That's what he says at yeah. least. But these mobsters were like, yeah, that actually felt like our world and all that. Hmm. Um, but a lot of them saw the movie and then changed the way that they talked in real life to emulate the Don and stuff. Yeah. Wow. And, like, <laughs> mobsters who would cuss a lot and like, just kind of like ramble on and just like spiel whatever like tightened up their their, their act etiquette. Oh, yeah because it's, it's a business because it's a business that's so yeah cool. just because of this movie it's actually cool that's crazy wow. it's kind of crazy yeah, um but the, really and the don and is actually not like a term that they use either don is you it's your uncle and and then oh, and then it. they started doing don i think i read a thing about that yeah huh interesting yeah the which it's funny because i was reading some like just like reddit threads about some other things with this movie and there was people who were like i don't get why this movie is like so well loved and stuff there's just like a ton of stereotypes of like mobsters and people were like no you don't get it they that invented yeah it's crazy but not only like in movies but in real life that's totally insane to me. yeah
man, this movie did so much for so many things. Like, I didn't even realize, wow. Well, at least they're idolizing, like, I don't know, the more respectable parts of, like, the movie. You know what I mean? Because I think that, like, half the time this movie is really idolized. And a lot of people, rappers, for instance, don't realize, like, the irony of it, you know? Everyone's fucking getting fucked up by this family thing, you know? This this isn't going to end happy for anybody, you know? Oh, right. And it's very idolized, like, in rap culture. Yeah. When it's a tragedy, you know? It's a tragedy movie. movie. Like, it's there's nothing to be very proud about like at the end of yeah, the day not, kind of, even though it's all about the family and everything yeah and that that kind of like touches i think a little bit on on the theme where when we're talking about movies that we really enjoy and movies that give you endings that you really want like you know it like for example the last movie that we did your name that's the exact ending that we wanted and it gave it to us and it was, it was a great movie mm-hmm. this movie doesn't necessarily i mean the Don, your favorite character, my favorite character, dies, and you're just like, shit. And he didn't get as much screen time as I wanted him to. <laughs> you know, we have this, like, innocent, you know, war hero who takes place of just a ruthless mob leader. I you never know? wanted this for you, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> you could have been a senator. <laughs> yeah. Which it's is interesting. Like, they, I felt like the family was, like, proud of him for not. Being, yeah, yeah. In a way, maybe his brothers, maybe not as much. Which yeah. is just giving a hard time. Which is which is very yeah. interesting. Like it, it fucking makes his character progression so good, because oh, like yeah. when he gets beat up no. by by the the cop and everything, his brothers are laughing at him when he decides to like, hey, let's fucking whack these fools. Sure. They're literally laughing at him. They're like, you've never killed anybody in your life. It's not. It's not like the army. You're not a mile away. You got to get right, right up in the head and bada bing, and, <laughs> and their and their brains are all over your Ivy League suit. Like it's it's yeah. so fucking yeah, it's good. Like you're so mad. They just slapped you up yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? They're they're like Michael. It it's a business. Don't take it personal. And then and then and then what yeah. does he say? He says I think he says to Clemenza. He's like he's like Michael's taking it personally. I, we can't do this. Like it's so fucking <laughs> yeah. good. Like like you know they they treat him as it's just my kid brother. You know like it's just. It's mm-hmm. it's so right. interesting. Like they they really like believe that he's not a part of this, and it's it's so interesting mm-hmm. to see how he takes a turn. It's it's awesome. Yeah, you know? it's so interesting too to touch on like how dark this movie is and how brutal these these mobsters' minds are. Where they're like, oh yeah, you've killed people, but that was like a mile away. It's just yeah, like you're yeah, yeah. downplaying taking a man's life and be like, you got to be right up in their head. It's like. Holy shit! It's it's true, you know, and it's like yeah, yeah. and it's being in like business. war, yeah, yeah. It's just like a different kind of war, I guess. But right, they're just like, like downplaying the gruesomeness of what war is. And yeah. It's like, but also downplaying like how Michael, maybe Michael is just fucking down to ride. I think, <laughs> I, I I think like well, it's that kind just of, touches on his progression. I, I, in the I, beginning, I, yeah. he's absolutely not. You yeah, know? and and then I also I think like what really like sets his um character progression in motion is when the don gets uh a whack attempt on him because because you know he's just came back from the war and he's and he's kind of realizing holy shit like people around me are dying i could have probably died like like a little bit about him like wants to like do as much as he can for his family just because life's too short i feel i feel for him like he's yeah He's already like been 
like in a really bad part, like I don't know in the war, like. But it's just, it's interesting right. to see, like he the, the way he moves really fast, like him going to Italy and trying to get married because he's just he's moving life really quick, like he just wants to, yeah, when experience he, when just, life. When he's just down to kill those two dudes at that restaurant, I was all damn. Like, yeah. He's just yeah, talking that, shit. He's not gonna do it, right? Yeah. We yeah. need to talk about that scene. That's that's a big fucking turning point for this movie, where and for Michael's character, where you're you're watching it, and I, again, I've seen this before, but I couldn't really remember. And I was just like, okay, something has to not go right, right? Like yeah. it can't go completely according to plan. This <laughs> yeah. is a movie, but it fucking does. Like it goes almost one hundred percent according to plan. The only difference is that he didn't shoot them immediately when I when he got out of the bathroom. He sat down, and he didn't shoot. Um, What's his name? Uh, Salazzo twice in the head. He shot the cop twice in the head. Like, mm-hmm. but everything like hit him in the throat, dude. That shit was brutal. Yeah, yeah. Everything like else he missed or something according to plan. And I'm just like so tense. Like when he's looking for the gun, I'm like, he's not oh. gonna find it. They're gonna be yeah. suspicious. Uh, that's what I thought. I was like, oh shit. I was like, what happened to? It? I don't really remember. It's, it was masterful yeah. suspense. Yeah. Yeah. It was well crazy. done. Yeah. Even when they're driving to the restaurant, and he's yeah. like, "We're going to New Jersey." They do that. Like, Are they going to fucking New Jersey? Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" And then he does the YouTube, fuck? which I didn't really get. I was like, that was "Just because trying to fake out." Yeah, if following. they're being followed, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, yeah. It's it's like, yeah, they're not gonna know. notice this giant U-turn in the middle of the freeway. It, right, it's, like, it's it's the it's the little subtlety, <laughs> subtleties in the movie, like just yeah. how like funny like it's like oh you you know that restaurant down over there like oh yeah it's the one with the the toilet and it has that old thing like it's just yeah like, yeah it's the, the, the details the dialogue and the details and just like it's just the little subtleties that like just make this movie Very real what time. it is you know and yeah, they justify yeah. the runtime with those things right it's not like filler. Yeah. everything has its place absolutely yeah. and that's what like i mean to talk about this movie being three hours long like there is so much of a fucking story to tell. They crammed yeah. in, not crammed, that's the wrong word. They fit perfectly into place so much into three hours that you're like, this could have been three movies. This could have been like four seasons of a TV show, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. And and they do it in one film. It's very well done. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So it's I, I like that it was that long, mm-hmm. even yeah. though I had to take a break halfway through. I mean, it, <laughs> you know. You don't think that there could have been like some of those cool anime breaks like in your name where they play the music? <laughs> they could have played some fucking... Do a little montage or something. <laughs> Do a little yeah, montage. Yeah. Killing some people, fucking whacking some fools. <laughs> cut, a, cut a quick like 30 minutes off the top. Mm-hmm. Just, just put in like a five minute thing. <laughs> I'll be right back, guys. My AC is not turning on. I'm roasting. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, go ahead. Oh, so to go back to the where he goes to Italy. Um, oh, actually, before we do that, just because okay. my part was kind of the bathroom thing. Sure. What I noticed in that scene was like you're like rooting for this family, but like they're also like just as shitty as all the other ones. You know what I mean? Just because you're in their perspective, you're rooting for them, right? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so intense. You're like, he's not gonna. They're they're gonna fuck him over. They're going to the wrong place. The gun's yeah. not there. All this stuff. It's like. Crazy that you feel that for this family just because it's like their perspective, you know? Yeah. And I think it's like, you know, we're talking about Michael's turning points. Like, this is where he's like, we're going to see if he's down for real, you know? Yeah. yeah. Just want him to be for some reason. You're just like, yeah, yeah. Get in there. Yeah. That was different. Go, go, going back a little bit before that, um, when he goes to the, the hospital and when he gets beat up by the cop or whatever, 
and and he has the uh is it the baker comes visit his dad and yeah. move, oh, move yeah. him move him the and flowers. stuff like like the like another little subtlety like the guy he's like just put your hand in 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 your in your jacket like you have a gun and then he's like straight tripping like his, his hands are yeah, all shaking light a cigarette like, after. he's like holy fuck and he then and then you it, just dude. see stone cold ass michael fucking war vet just light mm-hmm. that bitch up and then he realizes I gotta I'm, do something for the family. I gotta cut out for this. Yeah, I gotta do this. I'm. He's like. He's like. This shit doesn't even phase me. Yeah, like, it's crazy because I thought the baker was handling it well. I was like, damn, this guy's being real cool. <laughs> I thought he was gonna turn on Michael. I was like, oh, he's he he gonna work there. Give me that cigarette. <laughs> I thought he was gonna turn on Michael. I just felt felt weird, you know. Oh like, yeah, he was like. Yeah in cahoots with some other that's that's one of the things in this whole movie i was like who the fuck's gonna backstab who i was just waiting <laughs> yeah. for like yeah. that's another thing that just kept like the suspense and like you're just kind of yeah. like oh fuck, who's, about, who's bad you know i want to talk about suspense on this scene too i mean we just talked about the suspensefulness of the of the previous scene where they're at the restaurant this scene is so suspenseful the the shots where you hear the footsteps walking through the hallway he's trying to get the nurse to move she's like we can't move that's out of the question he's like you don't understand like we're fucking doing this they're moving him you're worried he's like going to some storage fucking closet or something the the shots of the hallway the empty hallway and just the sound of the stairs oh, i love the that. sound in this movie is so fucking good like you're just so enthralled and yeah and then again, it doesn't end there because then you're like, okay, you're safe from him, but there's still a hit. And so then you have to worry about that. And then when we go outside and he has his hand in the in his jacket kind of thing, that just nonstop suspense, so well done. Oh, so good. Dude, that scene, I think when, is his name Hagen? The guy who kind of, wait, so his relationship with the, the family, lawyer. The lawyer he's like, he was found or the something. The conciliary? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He uh, he was my favorite char- character. Tom Hagen, Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall. But he wasn't he wasn't like blood related, right? Yeah, no. He was like, he's like an orphan. And... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like I'm just as much as the Don son as you guys. Or yeah. Whatever. Dude, he came in so clutch so many times. So many the times, because he he was just not the type to have blood on his hands. He was right. very eloquent. Always knew exactly what to say. I mean. Just the perfect uh, middleman for this. But there was even there was even times where like he is kind of I think he's abducted by like Salazzo's guys, right? And they're like talking to him about how like you need to talk the Don into into taking this deal and like or to avoid an all out war. And like he's kind of not in cahoots with them, but delivering a message, but not letting them know that it's from the enemy kind of thing because. He's just very smart. So trying to keep it like smooth. smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure everybody's getting money out of this and make sure that not everybody's going to die out of this thing. Because we all have to survive at the end of the day. Just really fucking smart. Yeah. I I loved his character. He was like probably probably my favorite character. Dude, how sad is it at the end when he's fired, essentially? Oh, I know. Yeah, he just gets. He's like, you're not a wartime conciliator. You're not a wartime yeah. conciliator. Yeah. It's yeah. absolutely true, but you're just like, oh. Yeah. And, and, like it, yeah. and then Vito Corleone is just like, you got to listen to him. He's the Don now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, fuck. Like it's, fucking senile ass Don all fucking old. And <laughs> His hair's all crazy. <laughs> and he starts dressing like more casually. <laughs> He's like, I'm drinking a lot more red wine. Yeah, I'm drinking yeah. a lot more wine. <laughs> Good for you, Pop. <laughs> He's like, yeah, Dad, yeah. 
Uh, fucking gonna start how to wipe that old man's ass. It's just <laughs> what? No, I'm just thinking of like how senile he, he like sort of becomes towards the end. Like I'm just imagining like <laughs> he's gotta go to a nursing home. <laughs> he's just old. Oh, man. Why do you keep talking like that? Oh, <laughs> Got these cotton balls in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. freaking dental prosthetic oh man um yeah so pretty much after um this is kind of where we go to sicily and mm -hmm. this was one of the I, I guess i'll say like least favorite parts of the movie for me is this the scenes in sicily or because that's where it is right? yeah i mean it's not that it was bad and i see that it was necessary but it was just right. you know yeah. It's kind of weird. He, the right. dude literally has the scar or like the bruise on his cheek still from being like so punched in the face. <laughs> no, but he was just like had his ex or his girlfriend. He's like, I don't know when you're going to see me again. Gets punched in the face, kills two people, moves to Sicily, and instantly falls in love. The bruise hasn't even healed. And this dude's already on the prowl that whole like it's thing is it. so fucking weird. Like he's like so strange. He, he like asks for that guy's daughter's hand in marriage and like he's like he's like tells him yeah i'm i'm michael corleone like a lot of people would pay a lot of money to know that information it's just like well, why are you fucking telling this random guy that like such a weird point, ass thing and i'm just like what is this guy doing first of all he's just fucking chilling around in italy with two dudes and guns like he's literally just yeah. walking around just what is this guy doing what by the way so i love it the his wife's dad so like basically he sees this beautiful woman she has like a red hair tie or blue hair tie whatever it is and then they're talking about her at the restaurant and like he's just like talking to the guy who owns the restaurant he's like oh it's just beautiful woman she has a you know blue hair tie whatever it is and he's like oh no like you can't talk to her you find out that it's his daughter he's like absolutely you're not dating my daughter and then basically michael's just like but i'll respect her and your family and he's like all right <laughs> like you can marry her <laughs> like i love how they're just like yeah, so something really like yikes about that whole thing. Um, she's sixteen. Oh, really? Oh my gosh! Big yikes! Did they say that? Do wow. they do they say that? No, the actress yeah. is sixteen. I don't know. Oh. If, I don't know if I mean, she. And that's, movie, and that's the only not. topless scene in the whole movie. Yeah. Oh my god! Big yikes! Yeah, wow. That's that's borderline wow. child stuff yeah yeah wow. that's crazy. <laughs> big yikes kind of controversial kind of uh that is not, not something that holds up to today <laughs> we say it was the 70s and move on from that i think uh, <laughs> i don't know what else to go with that that's weird i mean if we want to continue on facts around this you know segment uh so they filmed this in sicily like they actually went to italy and a lot of shots are beautiful right oh yeah um, countryside but there's actually a city in italy called corleone mm -hmm. and uh they wanted to do it there but then by the time they filmed it that city had become too modernized for like the look yeah. and the times that they were going for so that's oh. why they, they did it where they did but what's also crazy is that al pacino's family like in real life migrated from corleone to like the u.s nice. yeah, fun wow so all connected here's another fun fact corleone is Lionheart. That's the that's what it translates oh. to. Oh, that's cool. That is, is cool. Is it is it Corleone or Corleone Corleone? Corleone. 
Because he's like he's like Miguel Corley literally. Well, you said that you had to turn on the 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 subtitles, right? I, I always watch yeah. everything with subtitles because I'm just deaf and and I like it's to about know. the 45 minute mark where <laughs> I think it's um oh which character is it? Uh, Luca Brazzi goes into that bar, whatever. They're speaking Italian and. When I, when I was watching it, I didn't have any subtitles. So I just, I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to know what they're saying here. May your and, grandson yeah. be a masculine son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a line. I'm going to tell, I should, uh, I should tell people that when they're expecting. <laughs> your firstborn is masculine. Masculine. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so fuck. Yeah, but they they talk so fast and their th- accents are th- so thick. I had to turn on subtitles for everything. I was like, "Yeah, what the fuck yeah. are they saying?" Cold yeah, and especially you can't miss the writing in this. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so he marries this girl. Uh, she gets blown the fuck up, which was not great driver, right? So he was so like the guys that he was rolling with turned on him. They probably took some money from somebody, set a car bomb, which was fucking I stupid. Okay, so so yeah, the one of those bodyguards turned on him, blew her up. It was supposed to be him. What right. happens there? Like what happens there? Like he just leaves. He just leaves. Like those guys <laughs> don't try to. Those guys don't try to kill him again. Like what happens I, there? That's like my biggest yeah. problem with this whole thing. It's just like. What the f- the what what? Yeah, they're I just like love that he just, you like, killed my wife. It's all good. Let me go back to America. Well, like, how much did he really care about this woman anyway? He just met her, essentially married. Yeah, he went and back to just, America like, and went straight back to his old girlfriend. Well, which he goes back well, to Kate, he's like, no harm, no foul. Like, I mean, she just had to know that it was. Well, married. I think it like I was I would time this, passed because this part bothered me so fucking much. I had to think about why this was important. Like, I was thinking about it and I was like trying to create this thing michael's living his life fast you know he he's he knows that he's in very present danger he wants to live his life he wants to have a wife i don't think he didn't yeah. he didn't necessarily care like he cared about her like you know but he just was living his life as fast as he could so he like, could say that he had a wife yeah yes yeah, so say that he still had intention to take her well yeah and then maybe he was going to take her back to america yeah. too right and then yeah and then say, Sorry, and so so she gets straight up fucking car bombed. They go. They dude, go to that a... shit startled me, dude. Yeah, I was not <laughs> yeah. expecting that. I love. I like how he looks. Like just that. Like he looks at the guy running off. Like looks like oh shit, his wife's in the car, not him. Then he looks at the car and she's like, hey, boom, like his <laughs> boom. oh, Brilliant. all right. The car's an Aston Martin, by the way. Um, yeah. Yeah. So then he goes back to America, and he goes and meets up with Kay. Kay's dumbass. Like, what has she been doing this whole time? Like, what? She's probably gotta be the worst character. Like, you gotta feel bad for her, though. You, right? Yeah, you feel bad yeah. for her, but like, she's just like, she's just kind of dumb. Like, you're gonna right. take this guy back. She's like, how long have you been back? He's like, I've been back for a year, and he's like, oh, she even fucking maybe a year. I don't she, know. She's like not. <laughs> she's up. not dating around. Like, yeah. She's but like a but for anyway, like he he immediately is just like let's get married. Like he's 
He's literally trying to just like live his best life as quick as possible <laughs> because he yeah. doesn't know if he's gonna fucking die or not. Dude was right. literally he's just in, he's he's in this shit for real now. Like he's killed two people yeah. that he he already knows he's probably on mad lists. You know, like he right. just wants to live his best life. Yeah. Um, interesting. Is it time to talk about the baptism scene? Are we there yet? We might be skipping a little bit That's forward. That's a lot of skipping. Well, this is such a fucking long movie. <laughs> we can yeah. go. Where, okay. Where, yeah. So, where are we? We're not even we, an hour and in yet. Yeah. Oh Jesus. To the, oh, wait, like on our podcast? podcast? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant the movie. I was like, okay, one third of the way there. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, what happens when he comes back? Uh, he he doesn't meet Kay immediately, right? Doesn't he do some other shit? I think he does. Like, <laughs> and then he know. says yeah. he's been there for a year. Right. Yeah, so I was like, is like he lying? I'm just like, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Is he lying? I don't know. Did they just skip? I have no idea. No, no. They definitely skipped because I mean, again, this movie takes place. Oh, he comes years. back. Sorry, we fucking skipped over this whole thing. He comes back because Sonny gets gunned down. His oh, older right. brother, yes. who's second okay. in line to become the Don, and um. He's he's honestly oh, a bad right. don because he's um yeah. he's kind of hot headed. So his sister is getting beat. This is where that overacting comes in. His right. sister's getting beat, and basically what happened was is that his sister's husband was setting him up. Make sure you get him pissed. Make sure he leaves the house alone. And he right. and remember they were like even they, they were they were in the mattresses. They were they were all in the compound, whatever. And that's where you get the good scene where Clemenza is making the spaghetti, the spaghetti, oh, yeah, dude, the spaghetti so sauce. And it, <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So Sonny gets absolutely fucking shattered, riddled, like like riddled with was... bullets. The, the like the little turnstile guy just like hides down. The homie's dead. Yeah, right? it's just like, <laughs> it's just dead, like right? particle board that's, that's like protecting him. There's... The street. I wanted. To, I wanted to ass. like. I'm yeah. glad they didn't do it, but I wanted to comically see him like stand up I after. Like, <laughs> and just be, like, shaking. Yeah. Thank God they did. He's probably dead. Yeah, he's probably died during that. Um, but yeah, they made sure that they didn't do make the same mistake with uh, mm -hmm. with Vito because. Yeah, they, they shot the, the floor. shit out of him. So then, so then he gets all shot up and everything. Fun fact: that's uh, James Khan. Do you know James Khan? Anybody? Mm -mm. He oh. is Will Ferrell's dad in Elf. <laughs> what? Oh my god! Wow, that's wow. where I know him from, which is kind Dude, of okay, random. You know, um, but... <laughs> Robert Robert Duvall, uh, Tom Hagen. Mm -hmm. He is in. Speaking of Will Ferrell, he is in. Oh, what is that movie called? It's where he's a, a soccer coach, kicking and screaming. He's like the dad in that movie, Robert Duvall. I was like, where do I know this guy from? It's just a complete comedy. It's, it's yeah, it's so yeah. weird to see him playing that kind of role. Um, yeah, so Sonny gets completely obliterated. Yeah, um, the scene where Vito is like identifying the body, and and he's like he's calling on the favor. I think from from the same from guy the, in the beginning. From the guy in the beginning, yeah. he's saying like. Man, that's such a powerful scene. Like the lighting in that, he's just completely everything behind him is completely black, and it just yeah. has the, it's so fucking good. Like the cinematography there was beautiful. Yeah, I was like blown yeah. away in that scene. 
it, and it, just what he said, what does he say? He says like some really cool. He says, shit. "Look how they massacred my boy." Yeah, <laughs> which is yeah. like it's such a heavy scene, but like so going back to The Shining, where 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 we see Jack Nicholson freezing to death outside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jay Jay posted that in the chat one time, and he was like. This is me sitting on my cold ass toilet in the morning taking a shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Which is so fucking funny. Like, and I and I've seen that. Look how they massacred my boy. I've seen that used in so many memes. So I was fucking yeah. laughing at it because it's like, here. I, I don't know. I was not. I was like, moved. I was just like <laughs> no. It's a powerful ass scene. Like, it's really powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But fuck, we are so like tainted man we can't even like, we can't watch yeah. this shit like without like have seen having yeah. seen like that scene and like i had to crack up a little bit it is face just bit. his face looking at the camera <laughs> like, he's just, like, the most emotion he could muster up yeah and it's like so immediately after yeah. he goes into like we're not doing vengeance on this which is yeah. again like right. fuck like he's yeah. so he's such a smart don of it that's I think like one of the things that I don't like about this movie is like I wanted more of fucking the Don, like Vito Corleone. Like mm-hmm. I just wanted more of him because every time he's on screen, but maybe that's why I loved him so much. And we talked about this a little bit in Back to the Future with, you know, the doc where you're just like, you don't see him as much as you thought you would. And oh, yeah. maybe that's why he's so good because yeah. you don't get a lot of him. So I'm sure maybe. Yeah. The voice, I don't know if I could do three hours straight of... Yeah, that's true. true. (laughs) Come to my house on the day my daughter is to be married and ask me to do marriage for money. (laughs) So good. So funny. So good. So so he gets that that, that favor. He calls in the favor. Um, Mm -hmm. From there, we are going to... Okay, there's one scene that I didn't quite get, which I think we're jumping back a little bit. But when Clemenza is, which is this is also a really cool scene where he, they're in the the car with it's three of them in a car. Clemenza's in the passenger seat. There's a guy in the back seat and a guy driving. Yeah, and Clemenza's like, "Pull over! I gotta take a leak." And then oh, he yeah. goes, yeah. actually does have to take a leak, but it's part of the plan. Guy gets blasted. Who was it? Who did they kill and why? It, it was it was it was the guy that called in sick because they um Are you sure? I thought Because because they put the they put the hit out on the Don, right? This already at this point. Yeah. So yeah. so they they thought the guy who was playing sick was probably the one who 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 yeah. set him up. And I fucking love that scene. He walks yeah. back, leave the gun, get the cannoli. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. Yeah. Like that's such a that's a fucking quote leave the gun, get the cannoli. Yeah. So good. And I think that was a little bit behind. It took us back a little bit. But yeah. Um yeah, so after the do we they don't have really a funeral scene for Sonny, right? I don't think they kind of show that. They generally show like the aut- or not the autopsy, <laughs> but like the you know the part where, yeah, they want they want him to look presentable, to presentable with his mother. Yeah. Oh man, this is when he calls the meeting, right? The Don. Oh right, with all of the with all the families. people, and this is again all the head, heads of the families. Mm-hmm. Such a cool scene, like they're all on those, you know, just these chairs around this giant table. Again, oranges kind of come back, and you see them, 
And you just see how reasonable the Don is again. His fucking son was just slaughtered. Yeah. And like he's just meeting with all the family heads. And he's some like of them who are responsible. He's like barely like back into shape again. They fucking right, tried to yeah. kill his ass too. And yet he's meeting up with them. It's crazy. And yeah, that's what's so cool. Man. Man. Yeah, how powerful that was. Where he's hug he hugs one of the, the heads of the family and they all clap and it's like, gosh, like I don't know. So good. Where do we go after this? This is where He's gonna get a little hazy here. Let's see. I can't remember. This so is where they so, talk about the drugs, though, right? I mean, well, they're like, they're they're in the round they're in the round table, and he's just like, "You're talking about vengeance, and like, you know, my son's not coming back to me. Your boy's not coming back to you. Like, I forego the vengeance of my son. Like all that kind of stuff." Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. When they talk about the drugs, it's like. I don't want those in my neighborhood, like all these kids getting to it and stuff. It's like, it's so interesting how they're just so, like, there's like a limit to what they'll do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It's, it's just business. Yeah. They do all for business. They decide to, to do the drug deal, right? Like they. Yeah. To that's kind of the thing where like they'll control it or whatever. Yeah. Just as long as it's reasonable. The, the yeah. yeah. Which is interesting because they talk about like that that like it'll be kind of riddled into the black community. They mentioned that, and that's something that really did happen with like the crack epidemic, where and it wasn't that like during the seventies or eighties. I don't remember when that was exactly, but yeah, it's just like they just like the, all of these drugs are on the street. That's kind of a whole other complicated thing. There was a lot of government ties in that and stuff, but it's just like the business of drugs and like how in, in tied it is with even politics and government. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think shortly after this, Michael starts taking lead, right? He starts taking lead of the family. Oh, they're mm -hmm. trying to get the hotel or something and or casino, casino in Vegas. Uh, casino in Vegas. Yeah. With what green? What's that guy's name? Mo, Mo, Mo Green. Mo Green. Mo Green. Interesting An scene. Another interesting and funny, like he he reminds me of kind of Walt's character. Like they're both like, mm -hmm. it's funny. You just don't call the Italians a guinea guinea. What do they call them? Right. Guinea. Yeah. Every time you call, you you already know something's gonna be fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you kind of see Michael start to really get take the reins and take hold of like making business decisions for the family and i don't know it was interesting like his negotiation tactic like how he was just like delivering this news that he knew was going to be this terrible thing like we're buying you out mo green completely flips out but michael kind of doing a pretty good job of being emotionless kind of like his father taking he's like same... you're buying me no i buy you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, even when he lands in vegas like they have that whole party and he's just like get everybody out of here yeah right this is business. Get these hookers out of here. Get these drugs out of here. This is yeah. And then his yeah. brother, right? His brother was has been in Vegas, like yeah, mm -hmm. shelter, whatever. Yeah, right. and, uh, you know, loyalties like a Frito Corleone. I think. Yeah, yeah, he's like Frito. He's like you're my older brother, and I love you, but never go against the family ever. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was like powerful. It was like, <laughs> yeah. Can you just like yeah? What the, because Mo Green like Frito's kind of his bitch. You know what I mean? Like Frito, yeah. I mean yeah, he's yeah. probably you know he's chilling. He's partying in Vegas. He's having a good time. Right. Yeah. He starts to kind of side with him, and 
he's like, yeah, he's like a, opposed to the whole plan, and you know. Well, it's interesting too. Is Michael's his? My, I think Michael's is he the youngest brother? Yeah, he's the baby brother. He's the youngest brother. So Frito's his older brother, and he's like, if you ever go against the family, like, don't ever go against the family again, ever. It's just like, whoa. Yeah. I can't imagine yeah. telling my big brother something like that, you know? <laughs> just see the power that's already starting to kind of the, yeah. the emotionless, fearless, unapologetic power that he's starting to get. Yeah, which is kind of interesting because, like, you. You you hear um, Al Pacino, you hear Michael um, tell Kay, like, you know, in a few years, we're all going to be legit. Like, our, our business is going to mm-hmm. be totally legit. And, like, he's right. working his way to try to do that, you know? And it's it's interesting to see how far away from, like, the reality of his lie is. Like, you know, like, he's he's already starting to lie so much. And, like, even he's, like, losing grips with like what he can control you know it's yeah. kind of interesting and it's interesting that you know the he gets almost like ridiculed or like people are like oh you're just leaving new york like that's weak you're moving to vegas that's weak yeah but yeah not. And it's not even like the main quest it's like a side thing he's just like no yeah. we're getting this casino like yeah it's gonna happen which is like really like you like i don't know of of the trilogies we've been watching this is like one of the first ones where i'm like let's watch number two like asap (laughs) like you know like i'm like i'm like ready to get into like the next movie because i'm just just because like how they ended and where we are and like what you just want to see michael implode kind of (laughs) i don't know i do i want to see like him burn a little bit like i want to see I'm not saying that I didn't even really remember what the second one's about, but like I'm just, it did such a good job, sort of cliffhangery, I guess. But like, yeah, it leaves. I mean, I think it wraps it up pretty well, but it also leaves a lot of room, obviously, for more movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and and so kind of after after Michael returns from Vegas, where he's kind of talking to his dad, and you have this really cool. This is where he's like, I wish you were a senator. You weren't supposed to. Yeah, he didn't like want him to have that kind of thing. And it's just cool to see like the advice that his dad is giving him as a former, as the former Don. And to just kind of, he completely lays out, somebody's going to call a meeting and the person who's going to be your protection to call for that meeting or whatever, he's, that's the person that's going to trade on you. And he just instantly calls that out. Turns out to be uh, Salvatore Tessio. And... It was just cool to kind of see the fatherly advice of like knowing how the game works and knowing what his son's up for. Yeah. He's like, they're going to try to kill you, like the next time you meet. Yeah. And then we have the scene where he's playing with his grandson, who wants to take this one away. That shit actually made me sad when he was. It was, yeah, a, it was yeah, some heartwarming yeah, it, scene. It, it just like shows like how human he was. Like he, you know, he he loved his family, and it was just so interesting to see him like have that childlike nature and like he just loved his family and, and <laughs> he just dies it's like fuck. yeah it's it like, was actually pretty sad for me like i was kind of like whoa i know i was just like he's not gonna die like but but like what what's so beautiful is like he passed on such good wisdom to his son immediately before he you know pretty much immediately before he dies like yeah and it, it was like it was the right time for him to die and it's so funny that like you know this guy he literally survived the life 
Mm-hmm. He survived right. the life, and he, he you know, died of somehow... essentially old age with his grandchildren. Yeah. You know, like it's, and that's I think that's a big piece of why the movie is so like, you know, it's so iconic and like it sets it has invented these stereotypes and invents all this stuff because, like, it's like the first time that this has been done where you give this such depth to these characters who are supposed to be like mob gangsters right yeah like before this that's just like a cut and dry like oh they're just assholes but you see this like whole human element and it's yeah totally crazy and then it spawns like the sopranos and you know yeah Mm -hmm. or what was it the part of whatever movie (laughs) a ton of all of these like mobster movies that try to get into that same vein of like let's look at the both sides of this, yeah. these human people, right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, and you're rooting for them. You're rooting for yeah. these people who are cold-blooded, calculated killers. But it's mm-hmm. their their killing isn't for anger. It's it's for business. It's 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 a it's a move of a chess piece, you know. Right. Yeah. And yeah, so so well done. Probably, yeah, definitely first of like what I think it just launched everything we know. Because when when was Goodfellas and and like all of that was was a lot after this, right? Yeah, yeah. Good ninety something. Nineties. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because the part of the thing is nineties. Um, but yeah, it's just mm-hmm. so so well done. Yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, uh, Vito Corleone is dead. Um, this is, I think, when we go into the baptism, mm-hmm. which such a fucking okay. Here's what I want to say about this scene. It's so crazy it's so powerful because you have michael becoming a godfather to his sister's child but at the same time becoming a godfather in like the sense of like he's the new don like all of this is shot together and you see all of the heads of the family be assassinated by hits that he put out and later a hit on the on the father of the baby he's baptizing yeah like you know, like he yeah. just the way they played that, the, the just the music, the shots, just how he's there. And he's just like so unapologetically like knows exactly what's happening right now. Do Everybody. you renounce Satan? Yeah, and it just starts. So and good. It's so like, fucking well done. I think this good. is the second best scene. The, the only better scene than this is probably the opening scene in the movie. But this mm. is this. I don't know. This might be better. dude. This is this so is well done. Yeah. It might yeah, be my so favorite well scene, like that I've seen in like of a all time. time. Yeah, yeah, like, it's yeah. it's up there. It's, it's, it's really up there. So when I watched it, I had to pause with like basically fifteen minutes left in the movie, and I got to the baptism, but nothing oh, else had happened. Yeah. And so I, I know. Like, oh, I told you. I was like, you really stopped it. watching yeah. it fifteen minutes yeah. before it ended. And I was like, like and nothing. Out. Like the lead-ups hadn't <laughs> happened. There wasn't. They weren't yeah. cutting yet. He was just yeah. at the baptism. Yeah, and I was like, okay, all right, fifteen minutes left. I want it. And then I remember we talked a little bit about it, and you were like, yeah, that's like the craziest, like, <laughs> yeah. I was like the best scene in movies ever. It's so insane. And I was like, almost pissed at myself for not just finishing it. But then when I did watch it, I was like floored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we pretty much covered what's happening. I mean, we have Michael baptizing Connie, and what's his name, the brother. Um, Carlo oh, yeah. Carlo Rizzi. Um, yeah. yeah, so he's baptizing their kid, and at the same time, he's called hits on 
all of the major heads of the family, including Mo Green, um, who is you know not a head of a family, but like it, you know, they want to get just seen. Yeah, completely getting everyone out of the picture, just cleaning house, and mm-hmm. every every t- there there was one. I think is it uh, Clemenza who has the shotgun in the elevator who like yeah. shoots them, and then the, the other guy in the in the little um, revolving, revolving door, doors yeah. where he locks it and blasts him. Like everyone that's killed, uh, Mo Green's getting massage, and he's just <laughs> shot through the glasses. Like uh, every and it keeps cutting between the baptism and 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 the pastor asking, "Do you renounce Satan? Do you you know renounce evil and all this stuff?" And he's just agreeing to all this. Ah. Uh, so so good fucking perfect dude so fucking well done and that's what Um, i was saying is just like you're you're ready for you're like holy fuck i just sat through three hours of this shit and then this happens you're like well fucking give me the next movie you're like you're you're, you're kind of ready (laughs) please like all the all the family business is just it's done it's done there but but you already know it's opened up an entire can of worms and you're ready you're ready to watch it again like i'm, I'm ready to watch the second one like probably yeah. pretty soon i can't decide if i want to watch this one again before i watch the second <laughs> one you know like which is just a testament to how fucking great this movie is it's three hours long mm-hmm. <laughs> i want to sit through it again um yeah uh yeah, shortly after by. this yeah okay, for sure shortly after this michael i think shortly after the baptism maybe sometimes passed but michael visits um her sister's yeah her sister's husband and kind of just starts asking about like who you know who who set you up like who who told you to yeah who approached you and then he he tells them he's like they're all dead anyway so you're good (laughs) you might as well just tell me (laughs) but you know he and and i and i was just like okay he's just gonna tell him to get out of town and then he's gonna be good no, Carlo jumps into a car and garroted. Second person we see get garroted, which is, again, so fucking brutal. What a way to go. Yeah, I thought he was going to be okay, too. I was like, oh, okay, he's got a little heart. His sister's yeah. husband. Mm-hmm. Nope. Because doesn't he mention he's like, I don't want my... Uh, yeah, I'm not going to make my sister a widow. I yeah. Think. <laughs> or does Sonny say bast- that? He says something like a bastard child or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like that, yeah. Huh? Oh, man. Um, yeah, and then we kind of get to to see Salvatore Tessio's fate, where he was the one to turn on on Michael, mm-hmm. and he asks uh, Tom Hagen. He just says, "Anyway, you can get me off the hook." And Tom Hagen just looks at him, and, it, and it's like, Tom Hagen again. James is probably favorite character. Such a good job. He he's business it's too. Like, get me he's off the hook one fun. last time for good time's sake. He's just like, sake, he's like, I can't. It's like nah, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, and it's like. And Fuck, it's funny man. who says it. It's like he's like, oh, I thought I always thought Clemenza was gonna was gonna be the one that um, betrayed the family, and he was like, no, it's whatever that other guy's name. He, you know, That's he's true, smarter. Man. Yeah, he's he was always smarter. I loved Clemenza's character. Clemenza, yeah. such a good tell, character. Yeah. I'm glad it wasn't him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I think we're right about at the end, the kind of ending scene where Michael's talking with Kay, his his wife and she's just saying like connie runs in she's like you killed my fucking brother or you killed my husband you you know and and i mean you know we know he did it because we're you know the audience but like Kay has to know connie for sure knows yeah and he asks michael like tell me you didn't do it tell me you didn't have the hit on him and he's just like i didn't 
Like he, he, at first he says how he didn't want to talk about work, and she, and she's just like this one time, and he's like, "Don't so ask emotionless. me about business." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and she she asks him, you know, that that one question, and he says that he's kind of confessed his innocence, and she's relieved. Weirdly, like she's when like, he oh, says that, he's get like, a drink. Oh, I'll go get us a drink. And so beautiful how this ending scene was shot. She leaves to go get the drink. She sees Clemenza and, and I think a couple of the other guys go into the room and they, they're kissing his hand. They're calling him the Don. And she looks she looks and sees through that doorway and she sees like, oh shit. And then they close the door. And it's yeah. just like so representative of like closing the door on cutting her out. Like you're not, this yeah. isn't about yeah. you. This is way yeah. bigger than you. And, and I'm, I'm doing what I have to do now. Yeah. Such a fucking great way to end it. Oh yeah, like beautifully, beautifully ended. It's just you yeah. Know, you, you you don't you don't lie to your wife, man. Don't do it. <laughs> Unless you're the don. <laughs> Unless you're the don. And just yeah, and and, and, and it's so you. cool to see like all those scenes with him and Kay. Like you see them, you know, in the beginning, they're they're together and they're separate from the family. Yeah. Later on, um, they start separating more and more. Like even in the composition of the shots, like when he's in the phone booth, like she's outside, he's inside. Yeah. There's always a layer between them. Yeah. When he comes back, I think they're—I don't know—they're like at a restaurant or a hotel or something. She's alone on one side of the frame, and it's just like all this really big empty space in the composition, and he's on the other side, looking disinterested as fuck. And mm-hmm. it's just really good, and just like those those doors closing at the end, like he's completely changed. Yeah, which sides. begs the question: is like, is him having a wife a business move? You know, is he having a wife so he can have kids so they can be the new Don? You know, like That's what it feels like huh? because he's just like, it's like, does he love his wife? It doesn't I don't really know, feel like it, and it's just like kind of the Italian thing where like you get married, you have kids. You know, you get them baptized. They have That's godparents. On the family building business. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like fuck, like just the amount of the amount of because because Michael in the beginning of this movie was absolutely not that. He was actually in love with Kay. Like he genuinely did care about her, and he was even embarrassed by his family. And you just see as he progresses, Kay stays the same character, but his relationship with her and how he feels about her really changes. And it's just such such deep development with Michael. Yeah. Like yeah. So well done. So so well done. All right. Any anyone have any other thoughts before we kind of wrap this one up? Any burning questions? I don't know. Topics you want to talk about? I I think we're ready. I think we're ready to start throwing Throwing numbers Get at this thing. Our ratings. <laughs> All right, I, I'm gonna go first on this one. I'm. Go ahead. I think I know where my score is. Um, this movie is absolutely phenomenal. And James, to quote James from last episode, when I think about this movie, the word masterpiece comes to mind. This movie is, is really that. I, I think it is a masterpiece, and it's it's, it's not a perfect score. I'm just gonna let you guys know <laughs> right away. But it is absolutely phenomenal. The cinematography, just the, the lighting, the acting, the the score, like the, the music in this, how everything is tied together, the progression of the characters. Everyone has 
you know, a, a story to be told and that's why it's so long and, and just the development of everything, the action. Ah, it's so fucking good. This is absolutely a phenomenal movie. And I have to give this movie a 9.6. Wow. That's where I'm going on this one. 9.6. That's under 9. Once Upon a Time, huh? You know what? And I, we need to do a redo on that one because Once Upon a Time is not 9.75. I was very drunk. <laughs> and I'm not new. Uh, um, but this movie is absolutely a 9.6. I, I had to try to find ways to take away from this, and it, it was very hard to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Who wants to go next? Nose, no. nose goes. I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> Jay, take it away. Um, yeah, I think, you know, all of the things that we've been saying, like it's masterfully done, the, you know, the suspense, the cinematography, the lighting, the dialogue, putting you into this world. It's just like, it's really, really good. It's like, it's so well done. And I think that it's almost feels like, you know, it, it's such a legendary movie at this point, like watching it so many years after it's come out and like already had its like, you know, status kind of put into the world. Uh, it feels like, I don't want to say cheesy, but like, I feel like you have to give it a high score, but like it also completely deserves a high score. Like it yeah. really is that good. And so for me, I, I had a hard time just like pinning a number down. Like I feel like with the last movie, Your Name, I... The movie ended and I was like, I know what the score is. But with this one, I'm like, I don't. Like it's yeah. it's harder for me to to come up with a score. Yeah. But I think I'm landing on like for me, this is like a it's like a nine point three. Okay. And it's a nine point three and it's you know, it's really, really good. But like I feel like I wanna see I mean the goal would for me is like I wanna see a movie that puts me as close to ten as possible. And this movie could be there, but I want to see how people take the inspiration out of this movie and make something newer and see if they can come close into that range. Like, I want to reserve that score for that movie whenever it happens, and maybe it never <laughs> happens, right? But yeah. Yeah. the 9.3 feels good. Yeah. I respect I'll go. Um, All right. There's just something beautiful about watching uh, Michael just kind of rise up in the family like it's just so interesting to watch it's so fun to see him like take steps to just trying to care for the family and trying to provide for himself and i don't know we could bert i could repeat all that stuff about composition the music the writing all the little subtleties like in the movie that just really make this world feel real but I'm, I'm thinking like what jay said um this movie has like a larger than life personality it's really put up on his pedestal it's like it's like a mona lisa of movies you know like we see the mona lisa we might not really think that it's that great you know right it's just it's just a painting of some girl right <laughs> like but it's different because it was, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't even know what is special about the Mona Lisa, so maybe that was a bad <laughs> choice <laughs> to talk about. Right. But for some something at the time, it made it very different. And, you know, so we're, like, so far removed. Like, we're, like, you know, we're growing up spoiled. Like, we're really, like, living in an age where 
there's so much good shit that's out there to like experience and it kind of spoils this movie a little bit for me like like i can't like like i haven't seen this movie in a long time it's been a while but like you know so many of like the the quotes and everything like that i mean i don't want to say it like totally ruins the experience but it's like we can never get that fresh experience and it's just it's yeah it's so weird like it kind of hurts me <laughs> like we're i can't like robbed. yeah we're, we're robbed, robbed. We're, we're we're living yeah. in a weird air, area and weird time like we can't experience these things and i don't really know where i'm going with that train of thought <laughs> <laughs> but like maybe we put this movie up on a pedestal like we like it's it's just this grandiose thing that we can't fully like get a grip of like it's it's weird it's 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 in this untouchable space for me for some reason if that makes sense and with that being said like it's still very enjoyable it's still up there teasing us james and i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna give it a nine out of ten okay and i i don't really even know if i like believe that number i don't know like it's weird you like already I'm, locked it in, brother. yeah but but that's that's where i'm at <laughs> okay. I feel yeah. Right. yeah so james rates it a nine <clears throat> out of ten aaron where are you at with this movie i think that's interesting that you're saying like nothing can really be like fresh like this for us i guess mm-hmm because like I've always like loved the idea and aesthetic of just like Italian mobster things. I haven't seen like too much of it, but it's just so cool to me. <laughs> and like seeing this, finally, I've been wanting to watch it for so long. But finally seeing it, you're like, this is it. Like you can't yeah. beat this. You can't make something that isn't just feeling like a derivative of this. Yeah. Like it's just that's what this is, you know. It's the one that sparked it all, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like everything about it is so good. I don't know. I just three hours flew fucking by, dude. I was so like annoyed when I was thinking of, thinking about having to watch the movie. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> about three fucking hours. <laughs> but like I was engaged the whole fucking time, and like there was no, not really any down spots or anything. Really enjoyed this movie a lot, but. For the third week in a row, I'm gonna have the same number as someone. I said oh, nine point no. zero. Nine point zero. Okay, so collective score of a nine point two two five. Another one hits the Film Fumblers Hall of Fame. Back to back, baby. Back to How back. The difference with this one is every single one of us gave it a Hall of Fame score, and yeah. I think all of us maybe subconsciously yeah. knew this is a Hall of Famer. This is. Yeah, you know this movie yeah. has been so much. It's just for, inter- interesting, not only about. for film, but just for like the the way when we got into it about how actual mobsters started changing their behavior based on this movie. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, like seeing it on like the top five like all time movies and shit. Right. Like, mm-hmm. It feels like it should overhype it, but I don't think you can overhype this movie. Yeah. It's just that yeah. good. And that's what I was worried about. I was like, am I going to give this such a high score because of because I know it deserves it, because everyone is right. but after watching, I was like, no. Like I actually feel this way about this movie. Like this yep. movie is absolutely phenomenal and deserving of that score. First so, uh, Hall of Famer that's not animated. 
Oh, that's true. That is true. It's real people in this one. An old movie, too. (laughs) Not a new movie. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Tune in next week. We will be watching. Is it Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Is that what we're doing? Yes, sir. Make sure you're following us. We have a Facebook page, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch. All of it you can simply find by just looking up Film Fumblers. You can also find our podcast podcast anywhere. Find podcasts are available in Google, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everything like that. But yeah, thank you guys so much. Um, let us know what you thought about this movie. Where do you rate it? How do you feel about it? And what do you... I mean, it does it deserve to be in the Film Fumblers Hall of Fame. So yeah, thanks so much, guys. Have a great rest of your day. Cheers. Peace. Cheers. Cheers.